Battle of the Birds brings out a bang here at the Rogers Center for the Orioles and the Blue Jays. Four games for you. Who else would you expect to keep it going but Gunnar Henderson as the Orioles top the Blue Jays 4-2. I am your host, Thomas Redrugger, and after this introduction, we've got Baltimore Orioles, we've got Blue Jays, we've got the Battle of the Birds right here on the Sports Beginners Podcast Studio. It's Blue Jays Game Recap, and it begins right now. So after this introduction, it's time we get the show. 4-2 Orioles win over the Blue Jays. Start it. The Blue Jays are back, and right now, with the game having gone final, we are welcoming you in to Blue Jays Game Recap on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's go to your hosts of Blue Jays Game Recap, Thomas McGregor, Ali Musa, and Scott McGregor. In the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Take it away, gentlemen, because when the umpire says, you're out, or that's the game, or let's play ball, we know it's time for some baseball. This is Blue Jays Game Recap. Take it away, gentlemen. Second base, number 15, Wilson Carrefour. Getting second, just one stop. Number one, Bo Bichette. 
It is Blue Jays game recap with you here on the Sports Freakiners podcast. I am your host, Thomas McGregor. Welcome inside the Sports for Beginners studio. Blue Jays lose it to the Orioles 4-2-2 in what was an interesting ball game to most fans, Baltimore Oriole fans, happy Monday, Victory Monday to you. Happy Monday to all of you Blue Jay fans tuning in. This series continues today. Same time, same place. 7.07 is the first pitch. Hunjin Ryu is taking the field against Kyle Baradish, if my report is correct. And it is the return of Hunjin Ryu as he takes the field in what is sure to be quite a classic between the Orioles and the Blue Jays. Again, that first pitch goes at 7.05 or at 7.07, it is Hunjin Ryu versus Kyle Bradish. I am right, Kyle Bradish and Hunjin Ryu take the mound for game two of this series. It is Looney Dogs night 
for that game. And Hunjin Ryu looks to bounce the Blue Jays back into the win column after losing last night's game 4-2 at the time of this recording. We're getting, we'll get into our game summary in just a few minutes. But first, a quick few things to jump in on. If you're new to the show but have questions and feedback and you want to know how to get a hold of us via email, send us an email to our Sports for Beginners podcast email, sportsforbeginnerspod8231. Once again, that is sports for beginners pod 8231 at gmail.com and we will answer you with your questions and feedback we always love to hear feedback from you if you want to send us a voice message make sure you visit the sports for beginners link in the description of the episode voice message link at spotify for podcasters And make sure to leave your name and your permission to use it on the show if you so much as want us to hear you on this show. For whether or not you want us to play your play of the game for Blue Jig and recap purposes, or you just want to give us some thoughts on the trade deadline or any of the other sports we cover on this show With this all being said, the first pitch of today's game, scheduled for 107, it is Hunjin Ryu and Kyle Bradish taking the hills for both the Orioles and the Toronto Blue Jays. More on the other games that are on the air for today in just a few minutes a look at the scores from friday night including the blue jays which we are recapping the angels beat the atlanta braves four to one the nationals beat the milwaukee brewers five to three tampa bay rays beat the yankees five to one the philadelphia phillies scored a pair of runs over the Miami Marlins, 4-2, same as our score, 4-2, Orioles over Jays. 6-5, Victor Cincinnati Reds go over the Chicago Cubs. 7-3, Houston Astros over the Cleveland Guardians. 4-3, Padres defeated by the Colorado Rockies. A Red Sox lose 6-2-2. In favor of the Seattle Mariners. And the other game that was a 4-3 game. Happened in Arizona against the the San Francisco Giants. 4-3 Arizona Diamondbacks in favor of the only extra inning game. Arizona Diamondbacks. Win it in 11 innings, 4-3. to Extra innings. The winning pitcher for your Baltimore Orioles is Kyle Gibson. The losing pitcher for your Blue Jays is the Hound on the Mound, Chris Bassett. Felix Batista gets the 29th save of the season for him and the Baltimore Orioles. 
and improves both records of the winner and losing pitchers, Gibson and Bassett, to 10 wins each and 6 losses. A very interesting ball game, to say the least, for the Baltimore Orioles. A very intense ball game for the Toronto Blue Jays, as it looked like it was over from the minute it began with the Baltimore Orioles tacking on two runs in the in the very beginning inning and the third inning, each with something to show for. Ryan Mountcastle gets his 16th double of the season to score two runs. That would be the end of the first inning. The Blue Jays would go kind of 1-2-3 with a single, a strikeout, a ground out, a force out, and a walk to Whit Merrifield, Bo Bichette, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. alongside Chapman. We'd begin a 1-2, kind of 3 inning with the Orioles in the top of the second with a single strikeout and a flyout with Jorg with Jorg Meteo getting caught for stealing third base. So there's your caught stealing call there as we would do it on our look around the base the baselines. The Blue Jays would try and get something going in the third in the second inning, but they would wind up going one, two, three with Varsho, Alejandro, Kirk, Kevin Vigio, each grounding out, striking out, and flying out. And then Gunnar Henderson would hit the home run off of the bat of his 17th home run of the season, right into right center field. It's now 3 nothing Baltimore, but they weren't done just yet. As a sacrifice fly with Ryan Mountcastle puts the Orioles up 4-0. Every Blue Jays fan is now probably thinking, well, this game is over. Oh, well, we'll get them tomorrow. And wait till the 5th. Because at the fifth inning, the Blue Jays started scoring runs, but then would be kept quiet until the eighth inning, where we had after Kevin Kiermaier's force out brought. In Dalton Varsho for the first run of the game, moved to the eighth half of the Blue Jays, and it's Whit Merrifield smashing the home run that he can only tack on for two runs. Blue Jays down a pair, runs. 
but that would be all that we needed. As Felix Batista was able to help secure a win. And the Blue Jays would lose it to a, an attendance record of 31,122 people in attendance. That's your attendance record. Your umpires were seen Barber at second base. Jim Wolf, Jeremy Riggs was your home plate umpire. You had Mike Marinsky as your first base, and Jim Wolf was third base. Kyle Gibson placed twenty. Kyle Gibson faced twenty three batters. His other pitchers faced four. Cano, Colombo, and Batista faced seven. Bassett faced 26. Pearson, four. Francis, seven. The pitching line as our thing goes as follows. Wound up like this. Baltimore Orioles went nine innings complete, five hits allowed, two runs, both earned, seven walk batters for the Blue Jays on the Baltimore Orioles side, 10 K'd Blue Jays, and a homer allowed. Coming off of the pitcher, Cano. Bassett's line with the Blue Jays goes nine complete innings, eight hits allowed, four runs earned, three walk batters, 11 Orioles struck out, and one homer. Who should help the strikeout victims but Pearson and Francis as they each struck out two? Pearson walked one. Francis allowed one hit. And Bassett allowed four earned runs, walking two, giving up the home run, and had seven Ks in this game. We'll get to our player of the game and place of the game in just a few minutes. Unfortunately, on this show, we don't have our, we were going to hear from our player of the game, but we don't have a player of the game video interview to hear from. Maybe we will as the show progresses in. But let's hear from both managers as we get ready to wrap up the opening segment. Let's hear from both managers how they thought about today's game. Um, let's start with Brendan Hyde and get his thoughts on how the game played out in an Oriole and Blue Jay loss. So we're going to get a little commercial break in here and we're going to do a Lots of talking here. Uh, the, the thoughts here are pretty mindless here. 
I kind of thought the game was over, and then the Blue Jays strike up the two runs. But I kind of thought the game was over. I felt like it was done and we were finished. The Blue Jays would have to just bounce back tomorrow. And, of course, they probably will with the Orioles and the Jays playing for games. Here we go. Here's Brendan Hyde for you on his thoughts of how today's game went from Friday night for two Orioles in favor of the Blue Jays. Our defense, um, obviously but stretching Batista in an area I don't want to stretch him to and getting five enormous outs. Um, Hazy's catch in left center. Gunner is away, played third base all game. Mateo, a couple nice plays. But Hazy's catch really that was the, an enormous play in the game. And um, Batista sucking it up and going you know, out there for getting five outs. Uh, love the way Gibby threw the ball. Unfortunately, he kind of ran out of gas there to start the seventh. But uh, uh, he, was, he pitched outstanding tonight. I'm looking for Kowser, and I don't see him. So then I'm praying for Hayes. <laughs> and uh, just makes an unbelievable catch. Big spot on turf. It's hard. I mean, there's, there's, um, these guys have been so good for us. Um, we, I pretty much pitch the same guys when we have the lead because our leads are usually pretty close. I try to find some other guys to do that, honestly, um, because it's, it's, uh, especially these division games, you want to try to get these wins, but it's, uh, it's been challenging. And these guys have answered the bell and done an amazing job up, up to this point. Just really pitched well, both sides of the plate, good change up and slider. And the sinker, uh, you know, just from the dugout, I haven't seen much video, but the sinker just had a ton of depth from the dugout and a lot of ground balls, and we played really well defensively behind him. would love to have added more runs on, like I always say, but our bats early were so good off Bassett. Um, really team, team offense, team baseball there with moving guy over, sack fly, uh, just doing a lot of little things really, really well. Unfortunately, we didn't do much after those first few innings. Um, but we were coming out of the gate swinging, swinging the bat well early in the game, those, you know, those last few games, so that's, that's been good to see. Hopefully we can keep that going. Hopefully you do keep that going. We're going to hear from John Schneider next, but before we do, let's uh, quickly jump into the line score here, Blue Jays and Orioles, as John Schneider will take us into our first break of the opening segment. The Blue Jays and Orioles finish things off with eight hits to four runs for the Orioles. No errors. The Blue Jays, five hits, no errors, two runs scored. And now that we're ready to hear from John Schneider, here's his talk on Bo Bichette, who has, unfortunately, he left the game due to injury. Is he going to be okay? We'll find out as more news becomes available. But right now, here we go. Here is here is John Schneider on Bo Bichette. John, tell us what you got on Bo Bichette. In the 4-2 Blue Jay loss to the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, right knee discomfort. Um, we're still kind of, you know, gathering information to see what we're going to do next. Um, probably no more tomorrow. Well, he said, you know, on the field coming off, he kind of jammed it a little bit when he was trying to stop. Um, 
And with a guy like him, you want to be extremely proactive, obviously. But um, in terms of what's going forward, we'll, we'll know more tomorrow. We're still, you know, figuring that out right now. Yeah, he's available. Trying to just, you know, with the way that is, you're trying to get another ready and loop low in there uh, against Colombe before, um, you know, you try to make another move. And as soon as they got Cano up, um, you know, it's kind of a pick your poison there. You know, you bring George in and they bring in a tough righty. So um, he was ready to go, um, just didn't find the right spot. With Bo coming out of the game early, you're kind of down a player. And with the way it kind of lined up um, against that, that you know, that kind of pitcher in Bautista, um, if he was a tying run, yeah, for sure. But I think, you know, when he wasn't, you know, you got to kind of hold, hold tight. Hold tight, hold tight. Yes, yes, yes. Hold tight, hold tight. George George Springer was not in the lineup. However, it does you do, it does kind of make sense. It does kind of make sense to talk about when you're discussing who to put in for Bo Bichette, especially when it comes down to injury. All right. We're going to take a little bit of a we're going to take a little bit of a breather and uh Get ready for our play of the game in our middle segment where we'll reveal our our top performers of the game. And if we so much as find time to find the post-game interviews from both players of the Blue Jays and the Baltimore Orioles, we will... We will listen to what those players have to say. A trade deadline is on the air. You can catch all the action on Sportsnet and, of course, TSN. Blair and Barker have you on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Well, I guess I could just say Jeff. He has you on the air from 4 p.m. to about first pitch on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. And, of course... All across the Sportsnet network, he has you there up until Blue Jays baseball. It is very heartbreaking that we didn't get to see Bobachette continue, but it is what it is, and you just got to let it go. You know, work with it, work with, work with what you got. And uh, see what you can do on tomorrow in tomorrow's matchups. A Blue Jays game recap continues here with the middle segment. Rolling into our final segment. And in the final segment of the show, we will have a tee-up on the game between the Orioles and the Blue Jays. As they as the Blue Jays try to bounce back with Hunjin Ryu on the mound against Kyle Bradish. Before we tinkle out here, the lineup for the Blue Jays and the Orioles went as followed: John Schneider, of course, went Whit Merrifield, Bo Bichette, who would later be replaced by Espinal. Brendan Belt led things off afterwards. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Matt Chapman, Varsho Kirk, Biggio, Liplo, Jansen, Kiermaier would also lead the charge there. Brendan Hyde's lineup went like this. We got Rutschman, Henderson, Santander, O'Haran, Mountcastle, Frazier, Hayes, K. 
Kelzer, and Mateo, who would be your lineup for Baltimore in Friday night's game. Once again, as we send it over to our middle segment where we'll talk players of the game for both teams, and of course the play of the game will be revealed. It is all up to the attendance record of 31,000 coming to the station. It is 31,122 people in attendance. Once again, the attendance record at this station and at the Rogers Center be the venue. It was 31,122 people in attendance their Blue Jays game recap continues its way on the on the roads. Four game, one game down, four games to go. We're back. We're back with you for the middle segment. Our play of the game is next. The Blue Jays, the Blue Jays, and Orioles get ready to play game two of this four game series at seven oh seven first pitch. It is Ryu, it is Bradish, Blue Jays game recap, Blue Jays baseball on the Sports for Beginners podcast continues its uh, coverage right after this. Middle segment's coming up. That is our opening segment. Stay with us. We're back with you after this. Looking for sports content on the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Bills, and the Argos, as well as the Blue Jays and the Raptors during the NBA basketball season, the NFL, CFL football season, the blue, the baseball season in MLB, and the hockey season in the NHL, then you've come to the right place. Check out Sports for Beginners, the podcast, with me, Scott McGregor, where we talk about everything and anything in the world of sports media and around the teams, the Pittsburgh Penguins during hockey season, the Buffalo Bills and Toronto Argonauts during football season, the Toronto Blue Jays during baseball season, and the Raptors of Toronto, the Toronto Raptors, during basketball season. We've got you covered every week, but if you've got any questions or feedback, please send us an email at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports for beginners podcast 87 and to learn more about upcoming episodes and when they drop please visit https colon slash slash sports for beginners number zero dot wordpress.com once again that is https colon slash slash Sports for Beginners number zero dot wordpress dot com. Catch you later, fans. Are you looking for excellent sports content? 
from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com house and that's why the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now let's get back to more Blue Jays baseball of the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get back into Blue Jays game recap. We thought so Blue Jays fans. I woke up on the wrong side of the truck bed this morning with a bone drop on a love jack guys calling. Damn, she got some nerve when she kicked me to the curb. Guess you could say I got what I deserve. Cause I woke up on the wrong side of the truck bed this morning. Henderson powers it right field. Is Yell looking this one back and it is into the Orioles bullpen. Gunner Henderson with a third inning homer. He gets Bassett again. This time it's a solo shot, but a 3-0 Orioles lead down. Well, this is a perfect example of how strong Gunner Henderson is. 101 off the bat. That was caught. That was Gunnar Henderson making it a three nothing ball game for you here. Welcome into the Blue Jays game recap show. Happy Monday to all Baltimore Orioles, all Toronto Blue Jays fans here on the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. I should say happy Tuesday since it is Tuesday, but we're talking the Monday game. From the Blue Jays and the Orioles, 4-2 victors over the Blue Jays, 4-2, vic- 4-2 losers over the Orioles. Orioles, lo- Orioles win 4-2-2. And the play you just saw or heard with the music in the background, truck bed was the one we heard. It was from the... Baltimore Orioles broadcasters, uh, we got the words of Gunnar Henderson's solo shot in the third inning. It is now time for, as we've hit the play of the game, it is now time for 
our play of the game and our players of the game. So we had just seen the one play of the game. But now it's time for the actual play of the game. And the actual play of the game for for this game really comes on the words of encouragement where Ryan Mountcastle again delivers another run to the Blue Jays and the Orioles' scores. This is when the Orioles made it 4 to nothing. So here is Ryan Mountcastle, the play of the game is for nothing highlight to put the Baltimore Orioles up for runs. It is the Blue Jays and the Orioles, as we're getting you set for game two of the four-game series. And, of course, we're wrapping up game one that was Monday night against the Baltimore Orioles and the Toronto Blue Jays. Here we go. Here is the Baltimore Oriole broadcasters with the call in the 4-0 sacrifice fly, Ryan Mountcastle, with one out, a count one and one, top of third. is back. Santander tagging from third. Here comes the throw home, and it will be late. Sacrifice fly for Ryan Mountcastle. So in the first three innings, he's driven in three. Driven in three, and now that is the fourth run of the ball game for the Orioles, and that was the play of the game. Now it's time for the player of the game before we get to my play of the game. But first, what is the play of the game for our Blue Jays? We already saw the play of the game for the Orioles. Two of them that were plays of the game for the Orioles. But let's see what the play of the game for the Blue Jays was. And let's see what we got here for the Blue Jays plays of the game. Let's see what we got. What have we got here, guys? Oh, yeah, let's take a look at the player of the game from the Blue Jays side. Uh, featuring Kevin Kiermeyer's force out, allowing Dalton Varsho to score, and the Blue Jays get runs on here. Let's see what that broadcast has in store. It's a Sportsnet broadcast. And let's uh, see what that guys have to say. That's our play of the game for the Blue Jays here. Let's hear what we got. And um, see how that play went down. The saver goes to Felix Batista. Bassett gets the loss. Gibson gets the win. And we're back to doing it all again today. And tomorrow. And, and Thursday. With the Blue Jays and the Orioles playing their third and fourth final games of this series. Here is our broadcasters bringing you the action on Sportsnet with 
Kevin Kiermaier's force out. Here we go. With two strikes. Bouncer to second. And that will get the run in. Varsho scores. Kiermaier reaching in a fielder's choice. It's 4-1. to one. I'll take advantage of that lead on base hit. Kiermaier picks up an RBI. RBI and uh, the Blue Jays are on the board, four to one in the six and the fifth inning, as that would be all the Blue Jays get because they only got another run. Time now for the player of the game, and now and the player of the game on the Baltimore Orioles side of things for me goes to. I mean, give it up for Ryan O'Hearn. Two for four, one run driven in. We get a honorable mention though with Gunnar Henderson. Three for one, one hit on three at bats, one run, an RBI, a walk, and a K in the game. But nobody can't. Picture this guy, Ryan Mountcastle, is another honorable mention here. Two hits, three at-bats, three RBIs. No runs driven in for him, but he did drive in three RBIs, so he definitely gets a player of the game. So the real player of the game, though, is Ryan O'Hearn. A run driven in, two hits, four at-bats on this end. For your Toronto Blue Jays, the star player goes to... And the player of the game goes to Dalton Varsho, one for three with a run and a walk. But an honorable mention goes out to the injured Bo Bichette with two hits on two at bats. No runs, no walks, no RBIs, no Ks. The player of the game for your Blue Jays again is. Dalton Varsho, left fielder. But you could give some kind of credit to Alejandro Kirk. And you could give some kind of credit to Whit Merrifield, five at bats, one for five, one run driven in, an RBI. But I'm going to give it to Dalton Varsho. And now it's time for my play of the game. And I mean, who can forget him? He, he isn't the player of the game, but he's definitely worth mentioning on a, on a play of the game for me. It's Whit Merrifield's fly ball to left field, deep left field, as they say for Mike Wilner's podcast, deep left field. So Mike... If you're listening to this, thanks so much for checking us out on Blue Jays Game Recap. And here is deep left field fly ball from Whit Merrifield in the inning of the eighth inning that would secure the Blue Jays and Orioles' first game of four games final score with Yeener Cano at the plate. It's a breaking ball right there that Merrifield gets a hold of, and he has hit it out. 
to flex his muscles as he hits another home run. Boy, he's really swinging the bat well here in the second half of the season. Since the All-Star break, he came into this game hitting 404 with 23 hits. Only Stephen Kwan of the Guardians had more hits than Mayfield. Right you are on those type of notions, uh, Dan and Buck, with the call. All right, so that is where our play of the game and our player of the game notions wrap up. We're going to take a quick word from the studio podcast of the Taking Our Look podcast and then come out to round out the show. Blue Jays lose it to the... Baltimore Orioles 4-2 in the opener Monday night. It is Looney Dogs night that we're preparing for right now, and it is the Blue Jays and the Orioles in the matchup. But just before we leave our middle segment with our player of the game and our play of the game that has been revealed, a reminder of how many at-bats the Blue Jays and the Orioles took on Monday night's game that we are recapping. For the Orioles, it was 33 at-bats, and on those 33 at-bats, there were four runs, eight hits, four RBIs, and three walked batters with 11 K'd. The Orioles K'd the Blue Jays 10 times, walked the Jays seven times, only gave up two RBIs and two runs, but allowed five hits out of the 31 at-bats the Blue Jays received with pinch hitters like Danny Jansen, Jordan Liplo, and Santiago Espinal into the ball game for those players in Bo Bichette, Calvin Vigio. Danny Jansen would come in for Jordan Liplo after Jordan Liplo played right and pinched hit for Calvin Vigio. And that would be the ball game for us here. Time to round out the first of the Battle of the Birds series with the Baltimore Orioles taking the first out of this Battle of the Birds series at Rogers Center. 4-2 4-2 to two is the final score. The attendance record will be mentioned atop the final segment. If you haven't already been hearing me say it, I mentioned it in the opening segment. But we're going to mention it again in the final segment as well. Before we leave our note, before we leave our middle segment, though, we did get some Blue Jay baseball trade deadline notice. And it looks like we've got some transactions going on. But we'll talk about those transactions in the final segment as we're teeing up Orioles and Jays. It's Ryu. It's Bradish. It's Looney Dogs Night. Make sure you come hungry if you're coming to the game. It is on Sportsnet, Sportsnet Now, TBA Sports. You can catch them on Sportsnet 590 The Fan, Sportsnet.ca. If you're an Orioles fan and you can't watch the game on M 
ASN. Find it on 98 Rock FM, HD2, 97.9 WBAL News Radio, AM FM. And with this being said, we will take our word from taking our look and they come right back at you to play Orioles and Blue Jays, Ryu Bradish. Our standings watch, our pitching matchup, and our tee-up with the keys to victory come your way very, very soon. Blue Jay, You've been listening to Blue Jays Baseball on the Sports Beginners podcast. We're continuing into the final segment right after this. Before we do close out, as I've mentioned, let's do here let's do here from Arden Swelling and I believe it's Shai Davidi on how Bo Bichette's injury throws a massive Bariah Bill into Blue Jays' trade deadline moves. Let's hear what they had to say, and they'll take us out. Let's hear what they got to say. It is Blue Jays' game well, recap. Another loss for the Blue Jays against the Baltimore Orioles. They are now 1-6 and six against the division rivals this season. But a bigger loss would be Bo Bichette, who exits this game with a right knee injury after pulling up between first and second base in the third inning. Shy, what do we know about this situation right now, and how could this impact what the Blue Jays do ahead of Tuesday's trade deadline? Well, Arden, not a lot beyond that he had some discomfort in his knee, which is what the Blue Jays said. And Look, they're going to be vague about the details so close to the trade deadline. They don't want to try to give away any leverage, although it's pretty clear that they're going to have some concern about this, and certainly concern from players. You and I just spoke to Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and he said it's obviously concerning, called Bo Bichette, the club's best player. Uh, same thing, Chris Bassett also said that. So anytime you're talking about a player this caliber, you've got some things to figure out. And this is a pretty wild variable to throw into the Blue Jays' planning so close to tomorrow's 6 p.m. cutoff. You think about uh, all the different considerations you have to figure out. Is this something going to be medium-term, short-term, day-to-day? Uh, do they have to backfill? Are they okay with what they have in the minor leagues? It's a very significant decision with not a lot of time to figure it out uh, you know they've have expressed some degree of interest in tim anderson at different points leading up to the deadline do does that prompt them to try and do something like that paul DeJong with the st louis cardinals that's uh, somebody that blue jays have already dealt with twice and ross atkins said pretty intriguingly that they've talked about other players before they did the deal uh for hicks so is he one of them perhaps there are options out there, but we know they also do want a hitter, too. And they've had some degree of interest in Teoscar Hernandez, whether that's a reunion that's coming or not, we'll see. But these are all things the Blue Jays have to sort through. Do they need to reprioritize what they're trying to do now? Because Bo Bichette, 
any sort of absence for any period of time could be very significant to this club's hopes. You know, another storyline that rippled through this one was George Springer. He is mirrored in an 0 for 30 rut. He was out of the lineup, but there were instances late in this game where you thought maybe he's going to come up and pinch hit here. Maybe he's going to pinch run for Alejandro Kirk, but George Springer never looked like a guy who's going to enter this ball game. Did that seem strange to you? It did. You know, the Blue Jays in the seventh inning there, Kevin Biggio's coming up, and it's Jordan Luplo who's coming in instead of George Springer and Luplo ends up hitting and you think okay well maybe they're saving George Springer for a spot in the ninth inning and that spot comes up again in the ninth and it's Danny Jansen who goes up to the plate instead of George Springer and you can understand it maybe to some degree that John Schneider wanted to give him a day off and if you were going to give a guy a day off you give him the full day off and you don't try to parachute him into uh, a leverage situation late in the game but this is also the team you're chasing in the American League East standings, a team that you've had a tough time against. This is a guy that you want in those spots. This is a guy you're paying to hit in those spots. So John Schneider said that George Springer was available, uh, that he just didn't find the right spot for him to get into the game. It's a pretty interesting decision, and I'm sure one that's going to be considered and talked about for longer than this. Springer, Bichette, the trade deadline, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. going up against the Baltimore Orioles division rivals in town, and oh, by the way, Hunchin Ryu starting on Tuesday. One way or another, it's going to be interesting times here at the Rogers Center. Indeed it will be, indeed it will be. Blue Jays game recap comes back to talk about that matchup with Hunjin Ryu and Bradish. On the third and final segment of this uh, show, a reminder that I have you for all four games of the Baltimore Orioles and Toronto Blue Jays games. We are recapping all four games with you on this Sports Beginners podcast studio. I am Thomas Regregor, and after this word from taking our look, thanks to Arden and Shai Davidi, we are back with the final segment. Let's take it down. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Indeed, Vladdy, it is your house, and that's why the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's get back to more Blue Jays baseball on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get back into Blue Jays game recap. We thought so, Blue Jays fans. Playboy's paradise. Pretty girls, fast cars. That's just a facade. The bridge separates South Beach from my Miami. The real Miami. The MIA. This is where we hustle.
Yes, I'm the boss. Sell them 45, white on white, that's Rick Ross. I keep them wide, I keep them long, I keep them fat. I keep them coming back, we keep them coming back. I'm in the distribution, I'm like Atlantic. I got them pretty things flying across the Atlantic. I know Pablo, Pablo, Noriega, the real Noriega. He owe me a hundred favors. I ain't kidding, player, we buy the whole thing. Most of my homies hustle, they still do the thing. My roof back, roof back, my money round. Right. I'm on the pedal, show you what I'm running like. When they snatch black, I cry for a hundred nights. He got a hundred bodies, serving a hundred lights. Kiermaier reaching in a fielder's choice. It's 4-1. to one. It is Blue Jays game recap, and it is now the time to run down the final portion of the Battle of the Birds. Versus the Blue Jays and the Orioles. Four-game series opener Monday night went in favor of the Baltimore Orioles. Will Tuesday night go in favor of the Blue Jays? Or will it be two games Orioles, two games Blue Jays? Either way, it's four games. Welcome back inside. That was Kevin Kiermaier's walk-up music. And of course... Kevin Kiermeyer's play to make it a Blue Jays on the board 4-1 to one Blue Jays game as the Blue Jays lose it 4-2 to two in favor of the Orioles. Blue Jays and the Orioles are back at it again tonight featuring the likes of Hunjin Ryu a.k.a. the Korean Monster, as the Blue Jays have said it on their Twitter. The Korean Monster is back. Monster is back. Hunjin Ryu, number 99, gets the start against number 39. Kyle Bradish. At a 7.07 first pitch start time. We don't have... The lineups out for you just yet, but I do believe we'll get the lineups for you as we move closer and closer to trade deadline time with the Belair and Barker show happening on Sportsnet all across Sportsnet at five at four o'clock p.m. Eastern time. And running until first pitch between the Blue Jays and the Orioles at 7.07. Make sure you join the guys, Jeff Belair, and of course, who Captain Barker has with him for a special trade deadline show edition of Belair and Barker. 
your top performers of this game before we get down to key matchups between the Blue Jays and the Orioles in their next game feature Kyle Gibson, Gunnar Henderson, and Ryan Mountcastle as the top performers for the Baltimore Orioles as they win it. Once again, the comparison of teams. Four hit, four runs, two runs, eight hits, five hits. Each have a home run, 14 total bases, eight total bases, two stolen bases for the Orioles, no stolen bases for the Blue Jays. Blue Jays left nine men on base. The Orioles left six men on base. And nobody got errors in this game. And that would be the game for you on Monday night, 4-2. It is Hunjin Ryu time, but it is also game time for other games as well. Let's have a look at our scheduled baseball games as we are in the final segment. We're going to do our standing watch, our standings watch in just a few minutes. So stick around for that if you want to know about that. Before we do that, let's look at our games following tonight's Blue Jays game. We've got action all beginning at 6.40 p.m. Eastern time with the Philadelphia Phillies playing host of the Miami Marlins. Their series continues. It will be Suarez, Ranger, Taking on Alicantra, Sandy Alicantra for the Miami Marlins. We've got Matt Manny taking on the Steel City Pirates for your Detroit Tigers. And he will face Ohan Overdeal. Tampa Bay features matchups of Zach Effin and Carlos Rodon. Alongside, we got Peralta taking on Isaiah Isaiah Gray, I believe I'm saying that right. Apologies if I'm not saying that right. Those games kick off at 7.05. Around the 7.07 mark, where we got Ryu and Bradish for the matchups between the Blue Jays and the Orioles, available on MSAN and Sportsnet. We've got... Patrick Sandoval for the Angels going against Spencer Strider for the Braves. No matchup for St. Louis yet has been determined, but we do know that the Twins will send out Pablo Lopez to face whoever the St. Louis Cardinals are going to pitch out. 
That game gets going at 7.45 p.m. Eastern Time. 8.05 Eastern Time, we've got a pitching matchup between Ben Lively. And for the Chicago Cubs, they will send out Justin Steely. Around 8.05 action as well, we've got the White Sox and Rangers as they will send out Jesse Shortens versus Andrew Heaney. We've also got matchups between Williams and Vladis. For Faramber Vladis will take on Gavin Williams. We've got the works of Zach Grinky for the or for the Royals taking on Jose Quatiana. Peter Lambert will face the pitcher of the soon to be announced San Diego Padres in their series at 8.40 p.m. Eastern Time with two 8-10 games. The Mets, the Royals taking on the Astros, Guardians, and those games go at 8-10. Some late-night action on the topic of conversation features also the matchups between... Brian Bello for your Boston Red Sox, all you Boston Red Sox fans listening into the show. And we'll have Bryce Miller for the Seattle Mariners at 9.40 p.m. Eastern Time in Seattle. We also have at 9.45 a matchup between Zach Gallen and Alex Kalba for the Arizona Diamondbacks and San Francisco Giants. Later in the show, we've got on late night baseball, it's Lance Lynn taking on a potential pitcher for the Oakland Athletics at 10, 10 p.m. Eastern time. And that is our ball games for you as the Blue Jays, Pirates, Marlins, Yankees, Nationals, Cardinals, Braves, Cubs, Rangers, Astros, Royals, Rockies, Mariners, Diamondbacks, and Giants get ready for their games. We mentioned we do the standings, so let's do the standings right off the top of our piece as we get ready for Tuesday action. We have revealed a chance to give you some key matchups for Baltimore and the Toronto Blue Jays in their game. But before we get down to the key matchups yet again, just a quick reminder that there are no key matchups yet up and running, but we will give you our own key matchups. And the game of Monday night, last night, was presented to you at Rogers Center with an attendance record of 31,122 people in attendance. Since we are talking Baltimore Orioles, we're only going to look at the American League East standings, but we will touch on 
with the wild card, the American League Central and the American League West, as well as look at the National League after we've talked wild card. So the leading runners, Baltimore, are now 65 and 41. They are 6 and 4 in their last 10. They currently have a winning streak of two wins. They are 32 and 21 at home, 33 and 3 and 20 on the road. Against 500 teams, they are 44 and 34. The series with Baltimore and Toronto continues. The Yankees series with the Tampa Bay Rays is 65 and 44 for the Tampa Bay Rays. 55 and 51 for the New York Yankees in win loss records. Who are, in terms of wild card, Yankees are only 3.5 games back of a wild card game, 10 point games out of a playoff spot. They are 5 and 5 in their last 10. They have a win loss record at home of 35. Of 32, excuse me, and 25. They are 23 and 26, 36 and 39 when you talk about away and teams against 500. Seattle faces the Boston Red Sox, who have a record of 56 and 50, who are, and they are nine games back of a, of a playoff spot, two point five games back out of the wild card. Blue Jays in a wild card, they are 6.5 games back. Uh, Their record is 59 and 48. They are 5 and 5 in their last 10. So are the Boston Red Sox, 5 and 5 in the last 10. The Blue Jays are 29 and 22 at home, 30 and 26 on the road, 36 and 40 against teams around 500 and under or and above the Boston Red Sox are 30 23 26 and 27 26 27 on the road 30 and 23 at home 40 and 33 against teams with 500 records and their differential playoff difference in runs is plus 44. They are on a three-game losing streak with their five, with a 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games. Moving to the wild card before we get down to the American League Central and American League West. The wild card shapes up like this as of the trade deadline day, which is today. Baltimore is the leader, 65 and 41. Behind them, the leading Western Conference American League West division features a 60 and 46 Texas Rangers. And not far behind them, the leader of the Central American League, 54 and 53, the Minnesota Twins with their series against the White Sox and the St. Louis Cardinals. American League wildcard 
team standings stand as possible. The top three teams in the wild card are the Tampa Bay Rays, the Houston Astros, and the Toronto Blue Jays. Behind them is the Boston Red Sox. The Angels have taken the Yankees spot in the wild card. Seattle is far is not far behind the Yankees. Cleveland and Detroit, the White Sox and the Royals with the Oakland Athletics, still a little bit out of there. They're still out of there. Oakland has a record of 30 and 77. The Royals have 32 and 75. 43-64 for the White Sox. 47-59 for the Detroit Tigers. 53 and 54 for the Cleveland Guardians. 55 and 51 for the Seattle Mariners. The Yankees are 55 and 51 as well. The Angels are 56 and 51. The Boston Red Sox are 56 and 50, who are actually 2.5 games back of a wild card spot. But of course, we already knew that. Way out of it, we got the Oakland Athletics with 29 games back out of a wild card spot. 27 games out of a wild card spot are the Kansas City Royals. The Chicago White Sox are 16 games back of a wild card spot. The Detroit Tigers are 11.5 games back of a wild card spot. The Cleveland Guardians are just six games back of a wild card spot. The Yankees are, the Mariners, excuse me, are with the Yankees tied at 3.5 games back of each other in the wild card. The LA Angels are only three games back of a wild card spot. And that's how the wild card division works. We've got the records of home and away and against 500 teams with their series. The Cleveland Guardians face the Houston Astros. Baltimore faces the Toronto Blue Jays. The Tampa Bay Rays are the ones against the Yankees. Seattle is playing Boston. Atlanta is playing the Angels. Tampa Bay is playing the Yankees. Boston, of course, is playing Seattle. Houston is playing, of course, the Guardians. The Pittsburgh Pirates play the Detroit Tigers. The Rangers are playing the White Sox. The Mets are playing the Royals. And the Dodgers are at the Oakland Athletics Series. Speaking of that, those, the National League division looks like this. 67-37 with the charge of the East. 59-45 with the charge of the West. 59-49 with the charge of the American League Central in the National League Divisions. The National League East, the National League West, and the National League Central leaders are the Atlanta Braves, the LA Dodgers, and the Cincinnati Reds. Two teams of which are on a one-game losing streak right now. Cincinnati is on a two-game win streak. 
And their series against the Chicago Cubs continues. The Oakland Athletics, of course, against the LA Dodgers. And the LA Angels are against the top dog of the National League Division East. The LA, the Atlanta Braves. The Arizona Diamondbacks and San Francisco face each other. And they're in the wild card spot, 57-50. 5849 with them we've got 57 and 49 Philadelphia Phillies we've got the Miami Marlins behind them 57 and 50 with the Arizona Diamondbacks tied we also got a tie with 57 and 50 for Milwaukee the Cubs are tied their win-loss record at 53-53. 52-55, 50-55 for both the Mets Padres. 50-55 is the Mets and Padres, the Mets win-loss record. 52-55 is the win-loss record for the Padres. It's 50 50- it's 50-55 for the New York Mets. It's 47-58 for the Pittsburgh Steelers. 47-60 for the St. Louis Cardinals. 62-45 with the Washington Nationals. 45 being the win column. 62 being the loss column. 64-42 for the Colorado Rockies as they are now in the bottom half of the wildcard division. A record 14.5 games out of a wild card spot, 12 point games out of a wild card spot, 10 point games out of a wild card spot, 9 point games out of the wild card, 6.5.3.5 games out of the wild card spots or in. And that is our wild card standings for both the National League and the American League as of. Per this resource, MLB, this is as of, there's no time for this one. Oh, okay, so must be today's standings for today. That's all right. It is August 1st. We have a standing watch for the American League Central. So the American League Central, of course, is run by the Minnesota Twins. The Cleveland Guardians follow. The Detroit Tigers, the White Sox, and the Royals are the bottom two teams of that division with Detroit topping them and the Guardians and the Minnesota Twins are the top three. Your top three teams for the American League West are the Rangers, the Astros, the Angels, and the bottom teams are Seattle and Oakland. No surprise with Oakland. Your top three Teams in the National League East are the Philadelphia Phillies, Miami, and of course, Atlanta. The bottom two are the Mets and the Washington Nationals. Bottom two for the National League Central are the Pittsburgh Pirates and the St. Louis Cardinals. Top three are Cincinnati and the Milwaukee Brewers with the Chicago Cubs. Your top three are the Diamondbacks, the Giants, and the Dodgers. Your bottom two in the National League West are the 
San Diego Padres and the Colorado Rockies. And that pretty much wraps up our standings watch here. Let's take a little bit of a break from discussing the Major League Baseballs and get some and get to some announcements here before we round out our pieces. We've teed up the games. We've got some key matchups coming for you. So don't so don't worry about those key matchups just yet. We got some key matchups. I did mention we've got some trade deadline news as well. But we're going to save that for a Sports for Beginners episode to talk about. Uh, as far as we get set for Blue Jays baseball between the Baltimore Orioles and the Toronto Blue Jays as they get ready to play two games out of the four-game series. It is Ryu, it is Bradish. So... On the on the ice and behind the benches, note there are some just there are just some announcements I want to bring out. As far as post games go, bonus content is continuing its way as we are about to get back into the season for our very first season and try to end it on a high note. Our first season comes to an end when we finish off the first half of the 2023-2024 season. But it has not been confirmed yet with me yet, so there's lots more to come there. Uh, as far as working environment goes, we're still going to run that show, but it will now be on YouTube. We're, we're working around to make the podcast a YouTube show, and we will have you there to have some ton of information regards to the working environment you can also send us questions at our sports for beginners pod 8231 at gmail.com email slash behind benches questions and on the ice and mind the benches we'll get those questions in and try and answer them on the show i am the host of the two podcasts uh, as for sports reactions as you may have heard from scott on the Sports Beginners, episode 26. In terms of podcast announcements, there is no sports reactions shows returning on all over the map. It is being discontinued. However, never say never, sports reactions could be back when the hockey season starts. So never say never. It's not like the show's dead yet. But that is what we got from all over the map right now. We are going to talk some more baseball here. But just that I get those uh, studio announcements out of the way. So now back to the trade deadline tiers. The trade deadline is on. The Tampa Bay Rays have received Adrian Sampson, the Manny Rodriguez, and international pool money. Both pitchers are right-handers. And this is between the Chicago Cubs and the Tampa Bay Rays. Josh Robertson, Sampson appeared in 20 games for the Cubs in the 2022, in 2022, posting a 3.11 ERA over 104.1 innings pitched. That is Tampa Bay and Chicago trade deadline tracker. The Kansas City Royals have also made a pitching trade with the LA Angels. 
as they get as they receive Tucker Davidson for cash considerations after designating Davidson for an assignment over the weekend the assign the Angels traded Davidson to the rate to the Royals where he will be added to the major league roster that's as of yesterday July 31st 2023 Arizona Diamondbacks also have received infielder Jace Peterson for Oakland Athletics to receive right-handed pitcher Chad Patrick the Diamondbacks added another bat to their bench by acquiring the veteran Jace Peterson for a double-A pitching prospect. Peterson is slashing .222-21 slash .313 and 324 with seven doubles, two triples, six home runs, and 28 RBIs this season. Chicago Cubs and the Kansas City Royals opt to give Jose Cruz, I hope I'm saying that right, for outfielder Nelson Vasquez. Juez has appeared in 45 games for the Royals this season. Posting an ERA of 4.54 in 41.2 innings pitched with 52 strikeouts. And he inherited 36 runners, which ranks tied for fifth in the majors. We got some Cincinnati Reds. Sam Mole, International Pool Money. For Joe Boyle to the Oakland Athletics. Blue Jays, Blue Jays. We've got a trade from the Cardinals on the Blue Jays. Here as the Blue Jays game recap thing goes as we get back to our trade deadline stuff on the Sports Beginners podcast episodes. Episode 27 of the second season is coming your way. Be sure to check out the special Boston Bruin episode for the Sports Beginners podcast available right now wherever you get your favorite podcast. Link will be provided in the description below. The Blue Jays have reached a deal with the Cardinals to acquire Paul D. Jong ahead of Thursday's ahead of Tuesday's deadline today. MLB Network source told MLB Network's insider John Paul Morosi, neither club has confirmed the deal. Dae Jung, who will turn 30 on Wednesday, has hit a 233 with a nine with a 297 on base percentage and 13 homers in 81 games this year. The former All-Star has also has also been steady defensively this season, placing in the 97th percentile 
being out above average, but has but he has struggled according to the most offensive metrics. Toronto's decision to acquire Dijon may steam for from injury from the injury all-star shortstop Bovichette sustained on Monday night. The contract money holds club options for 2024 at $12.5 million or buyout $2 million and $25.15 million with a $1 million buyout that's the news on Dijong, Paul G B Paul Dijong, and the Blue Jays acquire agree to acquire Dijong from the Cardinals, a source is telling MLB Network. But the deal has not yet been confirmed just yet. Well, okay, so a deal has not yet been confirmed with Paul Dijong, but let us know what you guys think of who Dijon would best suit for the Blue Jays in a deal to be agreed to for the Cardinals. And what does this mean for Bovichette? I wonder if we'll get an answer on Blair and Barker for this uh, type of a question. Bovichette for Paul Dijon. That news was just breaking here on the MLB resources that we were getting. The deal is not confirmed just yet. So we won't know until we know. Here are some of the key matchups to look forward to as we get through our final segment here on this podcast. When you look at Boba Shep between Kyle Bradish, obviously he won't be in. There are some key matchups to be aware of. Bo has hit this guy twice in home runs with two homers and notched three RBIs in just 15 of his at-bats against Kyle Bradish. When you look at Hunjin Ryu, Adam Frazier, Frazier has hit this guy in 10 at-bats, hasn't allowed a home run or an RBI, but the big one that will be a tough one for Hunjin Ryu is four R is the one that he's allowed a homer off, had four RBIs in just fifteen at bats, and that's Austin Hayes. So make a note for those guys. Uh, you can also make a note for guys like McKenney, who has had two RBIs in just five at bats. You can also make a case for Anthony Santander, 15 at-bats, one homer, two RBIs. George Springer deserves a case of it. He's three RBIs, one homer, and 14 at-bats against Kyle Bradish. Danny Jansen's looking to avenge his record against Kyle Bradish. He is 3-0 and with no home runs, no RBIs. That's a good key matchup. 
And that pretty much wraps up our show here. We are done here for Blue Jays Game Recap. The lineups will be revealed, I'm sure, in due time. But that's going to do it for us here. The Blue Jays fall 4-2 to two over the Baltimore Orioles in the very first game of this four-game series, which concludes on Thursday. The pitching matchups for you include Jose Barrios getting the nod for... No, 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 excuse me. Yusei Kaguchi getting the nod against uh, Grayson Rodriguez on Wednesday night. That is our Wednesday night matchup. And we've got the matchup between... Kevin Gosman, I believe it's Kevin Gosman. Take yes, Kevin Gosman takes the hill, and I'm I'm not sure if we've got the matchup yet for the Orioles. We'll we will we'll we will find out what the Orioles matchup is. I'm thinking by the end of today in the series finale on Thursday, August third. And big surprise to all you Big Brother fans out there if you're listening to this. Tomorrow and Thursday, Big Brother 25 returns to CBS and Global at 8-7 Central. So if you're Big Brother fans and you love baseball, but you want to check out Big Brother 25 season premiere, that's Wednesday, 8-7 Central, this Wednesday, August 2nd. When the Blue Jays play game three of the Baltimore Orioles and Blue Jays series. It's Hunjin Ryu for tonight. It's Yusei Kaguchi and the likes of Grayson Rodriguez tomorrow. But for now, it's Kyle Bradish and Hunjin Ryu. You have been listening to Blue Jays Game Recap. You have also been listening to Blue Jays Baseball, only available on the Sports Regeners Podcast, and the Blue Jays do play here. I have been your host, Thomas McGregor, and as we begin to run out, that is that is our that is all we've got for you right now. We didn't get a chance to hear from Jamie or Joe thoughts on this game but you know what that's okay there's always next time taking us out we've got danny jansen's walk-up music i have been thomas mcgregor this has been the sports for beginners podcast this has been game one of the baltimore orioles battle of the birds versus the toronto blue jays and as we contain to say our goodbyes i just want you all to stay safe out there Go Blue Jays. Go Baltimore Orioles. Let's have a great Tuesday night. Remember, if you are a loony dog person, to that you come hungry. Because tickets are still available on wherever you could find tickets at the lowest low prices. And with that being said, the door is open to you. Have a great week, everyone. I will catch you right after Baltimore and Blue Jays. Later tonight with the Blue Jays game recap of 
game number two. And I will catch you down the road for game number three. It's final out of Wednesday. It is, of course, Yusei Kaguchi versus Grayson Rodriguez. Tonight it is Kyle Bradish and Hunjin Ryu. And on Thursday it is Kevin Gosman versus whoever the Baltimore Orioles are going to put out. But this is Thomas McGregor saying thank you so much for joining us on the Sports Beginners podcast. And stay safe out there, guys. Let's go Blue Jays. Let's go Orioles. I'm out. Peace, guys. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the ball games out there today. Blue, Blue Jay fans of uh, Watchers for Big Brother 25. It's CBS. It's global wherever you can find big brother 25 it comes your way tomorrow night 8 7 central first pitch for blue jays and the orioles in tonight's game and tomorrow's game is a 707 first pitch start and it all happens tomorrow so make sure you come hungry for today and tomorrow night to watch Baltimore versus the Blue Jays. I'm out. Peace. Take us out. Danny Jansen's walk-up music. See you later, ball fans of baseball. And happy trade deadline week. I'm out. Thank you so much for joining us on Sports for Beginners, the podcast for Blue Jays Game Recap, the after show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast, right after every Blue Jays game. To learn more about upcoming episodes, when they drop, and schedules, please visit https colon slash slash sports for beginners. Zero.wordpress.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash sportsforbeginners87. Send us an email at sportsforbeginners87 at gmail.com. Follow Ali, Thomas, and Scott on Twitter at scottmcgregor3, thomasj, and A-L-I Musa. Follow Thomas and Scott on Instagram at smc underscore 87 underscore and T 
TM underscore 80 and TM 00 underscore. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, and we hope to see you soon again. This has been Blue Jays Game Recap. Once again, the website is https colon slash slash sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com. Thanks for listening. And when it's time for the Blue Jays to play ball, there's only one chant Blue Jays fans will be using. Catch you later, ball baseball fans.